opening and closing theme is by Midnight Syndicate. For more dark instrumental music like it, visit www.midnightsyndicate.com or find them on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or Alexa. True crime stories are discussed in this podcast, which may contain graphic and disturbing content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Summer. And this is our coffee break episode. Yes, it's not a normal episode. No killers. We're going to actually talk about past episodes and the year, kind of like our year in review. Like a recap. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how we got here. Our origin story is going to be included. Yes. (laughs) When I was born in the Philippines. (laughs) And I was in the room when her mother gave birth to her. (laughs) Yes. But we thought this would be a fun way to end the year Mm -hmm. just with all the accomplishments. We didn't even think we were going to make a podcast this year. And our trials and our tribulations. It's going to be interesting. A lot's happened. It really has. I can't believe we just finished episode 20. I didn't think we were going to get that far. Right. And we've already had many a drinks, which are not coffee. Because it is New Year's Eve. We're pre-gaming. Yes. It's one of our friends throwing a New Year's Eve party at the manor. Getting ready. It's a bit fabulous. Yes. So how should we start this off? Do you want to talk about like how we first met? So are we getting into our origin story? I think we should start there, right? Okay. Where better to start than the origin Okay, so should I go first? Let's hear your version. Okay, so my version is I was working in the courthouse. I had come back after working in the private sector for a while for a law firm. And I, of course, knew of you because I had known your mom for several years. And you came up when you were, I don't know, 15, 16, maybe? Came up to the courthouse one day with your sister, briefly passed through. And I don't um, remember this. You don't remember it. You probably blocked it out. You were like, get me out of here. (laughs) And just to come back and work there. I know what happened. But when you when I came back to work for the courthouse, I sat close to you and I noticed one day that you had an iced coffee from Starbucks and it was very low. And of course, this was only like 10, 30, 11 a.m. And I was already ready for my second cup. So I went over to you and said, hey, you like coffee? And you were like, "Uh, yes, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) And I said, you want to go to Starbucks with me? And you were like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We got up. We walked to Starbucks. I think we chatted about stuff. And the rest is history. Basically, yeah. What's what's your recollection of our first meeting? (laughs) Our first meeting? Okay. I do remember I was working at the front counter. Mm -hmm. And I remember our boss was walking you in. Okay. And I was like, who is that? She she seems so nice. She looks like a Victoria's Secret model. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be her friend. Everyone knows her. It's like, (laughs) she seems so cool. So I was like, I have to find an opportunity. You played it very cool. I usually, you know, have my tactics. That's good. It worked. (laughs) (laughs) You just kept quiet until you just set that Starbucks out there, huh? (laughs) Put the bait out. It's it's all clear now. (laughs) Nice work. (laughs) So, and it worked. (laughs) And I remember that we went to Starbucks and then we just kept going to Starbucks and we would... (laughs) Split the little paninis. And And I forgot about us splitting the paninis. You had brought that to my attention, but I totally forgot we would split a a spinach panini or something. What was it? The tomato and spinach panini. Oh, those were so good. They don't even have those anymore, do they? I don't know. I don't go to Starbucks anymore because it's closed. And they closed it. Yeah. That was sad. It's a very sad time. But we became like really good friends with the baristas there. They knew knew us us. by name. (laughs) 
we would walk in, they'd be like, ah, Summer Jennifer. And other people would look at us like, are they celebrities? <laughs> well, <No>. Summer is. <laughs> Only at that Starbucks <laughs> because we spent so much money there. Yeah. We should have bought like stock in. We should have. Yeah. Is the gold card through Starbucks, through the app, is that stock? I don't think so. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, and then after that, we would go to spin class together. That's right. So we were like workout buddies, too. We're, we're like, how many ways can we hang out with each other? So do you want to work out? Sure, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you drink coffee? Let's do that. What else can we do together? Let's just do everything. Let's create a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So 10, was it 10 years later? Yeah, we've been friends for 10 years. Seems like it just flew by. I know. And then the pandemic hit, and now it seems like we've been friends for 20 years, right? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Everything seems longer. It does, yes. Yeah, so so I guess the start of the pandemic was when we were like, we're not seeing each other anymore. Yeah. It's very sad. That was hard, right. We all had to isolate initially. Right. And, and I have an autoimmune disease, a thyroid condition, and so I really wanted to be careful in the beginning and... Yeah, it was just a hard time for everybody. And then we were doing digital learning with my son. So that was a nightmare to all parents who had to do that. Oh, And then our son is a very creative kid, doesn't like a lot of electronics and digital stuff. So that was even more difficult. Yeah, the learning curve there when <sighs> everything just started happening. No one knows how to handle a pandemic, right? Right. And then we had to learn how to work remotely, which we love now. But at the time, it was just a lot of stuff going on. We couldn't do our usual see each other at work every day. And we literally saw each other pretty much every day. And then also on the weekends, at least one weekend day. Yeah. Because we would work out together. You see somebody almost every day and then you go to seeing them not at all. That was difficult. Yeah. But then you started sending me episodes of Morbid. Yes, that's right. And then you started sending me episodes of Necronomapod. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that got us through, I think, the pandemic. Like, I that so. helped us. It did. Somehow, listening to that, you know, it I, was our, our outlet. I think so. And it distracts you from what you're going through. And it was really helpful. Yeah. And so I kept bugging Summer. I was like, <laughs> we should do this. So we, so we already talk about true crime all the time. Why don't we... Just and, start a podcast. And I didn't know she was being serious about it. I just thought she was just, oh, we should do a podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, we totally should. And then one day she goes, so are we doing a podcast together or not? <laughs> it's like I needed to make a decision. And I, I was like, well, sure. <laughs> I gave you an ultimatum. Yeah, she's just like, what's going on? We keep talking about this. Yeah. And so we went to, and this is after things had started opening back up, and we went to a Starbucks inside of a Kroger, I think, right? Wasn't it yeah. inside Kroger? And we sat down, we brought our journals and started taking notes on what we wanted the format to be like. Yeah. What would we cover? What things we liked about other podcasts that we wanted to replicate and then things we didn't like that we would avoid. And I mean, most of the podcasts we listened to are perfection. So we just, <laughs> no complaints We there. had great models to look up to. We did, yes. And so then we started just taking notes and talking back and forth about what we like. And figuring out like format and names of podcasts that we That could. took a while, actually. It did. And we didn't, because everything we looked up, of course, you think, you know, murder and margaritas or caffeine and cold cases. All these are taken. There's so many. Anything with alliteration is taken. Uh, it, yes. And so we had to really dig deep. And for, get creative. Mm -hmm. And you came up with noir because 
We wanted our podcast to be a little darker. Even though we definitely have our light moments, we do discuss really heavy cases most of the time. And so noir just seemed like it fit. But there was so many things with noir in it. Yeah. and But we loved it so much. You were like, no, we have to think of a way to keep it in. And so we were working out one day. And then I was like, what about freshly brewed noir? Because then it brings in our coffee, but we still get to keep noir. And we were just like, that's it. That's the name. We looked it up. Nothing. Yeah. It was perfect because it tied in what we love into this new project we were doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it worked out perfectly, I think. I think so, too. And so then once we had the name and the format, we had to look into editing and how we were going to record everything and then how we were going to edit it. Yes. And that was awful. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The struggle of editing was so real. (laughs) Terrible time terrible time oh my gosh even our like our first episode was supposed to be phoebe oh yes i remember yep but i had such a terrible time with the editing that i just (laughs) you showed up to the house and i was like i hope you're ready to record (laughs) luckily i had my notes ready (laughs) (laughs) right because diatla was supposed to be our second i was like well i hope you're ready to uh, record diatla because this is not a final listen of Phoebe, our first episode. Phoebe's going to be second. We got to redo it, Jennifer. Let's do the love. And on the spot, Jennifer was like, I could tell she was like taken aback. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how to say these names yet. <laughs> but she stepped up to the plate <laughs> and she was ready. And that became our first episode. And it is our most listened to episode, I think, isn't it? It is. I know summer getting higher and closer, like Israel Keys, that episode's really high now. With yes. Downloads. And then what's the other? There's a nut, Skinwalker. I think Hello Kitty is Hello Kitty and Amens and then Heaven's Gate, too. I think that one got a lot of plays, too. But in the beginning, we didn't anticipate Diat Love to be our first one. It's supposed to be Phoebe. It was supposed to be Phoebe, but there were so many issues with the editing. I told Jennifer we're going to have to redo that one. I remember looking at the editing (laughs) of the audio, and I was like... Summer, this looks like a book. Like it was like pages a, in a book. Yes, like it looked like a library splices. with a bunch of like the book spines. It, yeah. There were so many splices and edits because I was not aware of what I was supposed to do yet. But we, now... Yeah, we were learning. Yeah. So and this is what happens. And we were using a more, I think, professional type of platform because... Way it more was, advanced. Yeah. And I'm sure people who are very good at it know what to do with that platform, but... Not for us. So we ended up switching to Audacity. It's free and we really enjoy it. It's helped us a ton. It's made editing so much easier. Yes. So I love it. We love it. So that's, we would recommend if you are starting a podcast, unless you're really good with sound and editing and you already know how to use some of the more professional ones, give Audacity a try. Yeah. It's more user-friendly in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I remember when we were covering like the episodes that we wanted to get into and I remember my first one was, um, oh, we were going to do um, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain, yes. Because yes. I still I still don't really know that story. But that was going <laughs> to be one of the first episodes I wanted to cover. That's right. And then it, I just never got there because I was like, there's so much other stuff that hasn't been covered. And I want to get into that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up pushing a bunch of stuff just either way far down or even off of our list because we wanted to cover things that were more unknown. 
Because yeah. I was like, Kurt Cobain's had so much coverage. Right. And so then you were like, let me just bring in some stuff that nobody's heard of, which Hello Kitty, I had never heard of that one. Yeah. And I think that became more of what we wanted to cover. Yes. So I don't even know if we'll ever cover that we one. We may never cover Kurt Cobain, but there's well, there was a documentary we wanted to watch. Soaked in Bleach? I think so. You were telling me about never that Never even watched it. Haven't even started that one <laughs> either. <laughs> I may watch it one day, but I just don't think it'll make an episode on here. Uh, right. I think we have found our niche. Yes, our niche. And it, it works for us. I love it. I love finding these stories that we didn't even know about. Yeah, me too. And giving it a voice. Mm -hmm. So should we talk about our bloopers or our favorite moments? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can segue into that. Yeah. Okay. Dyatlov. <laughs> there, was... there was a lot of... <laughs> So many bloopers in Love. Yes, but I remember when we were <laughs> recording that one, and I just kept saying, we just kept saying he was the leader of the group. Uh, who was the leader of the group? Igor. Igor. Love was the leader of the group. And then there was a clip where she literally said, the leader of the group. And I said, <laughs> was that because he was the leader of the group? Right after she just said it. And, and then I said, yeah, he was the leader of the group. <laughs> So, so, and so we listened to it back and we were like, did we really just like triple we did. confirm to say confirm it? And, and then we go on to, and we still do this a lot. We're a little better about it, but we will confirm, reconfirm, triple confirm each other. So there's a lot of yes, right? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because we're supporting each other. In, Absolutely. When we're speaking out loud. <laughs> it's so natural to us, we can't even control it. Right. It's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Confirmed. <laughs> Obviously, of course. Obviously, of course. <laughs> oh, that became a, uh, a staple a for sure. Yeah. We're going to have, like, obviously, of course, in the sound wave. Oh, that's right. We are making a podcast studio. And we want to do the sound waves because there was, it's funny, if you edit things, you'll know what we're talking about. But the sound waves actually kind of look like little stingrays or things like that. And yeah. so we want to take some clips of certain things we've said and put them in some type of really cool art, hang them on the wall. And so the saying that Jennifer laughs at that I have said before, which we edit out a lot, <laughs> I had said, well, obviously, of course. <laughs> And so she loves that one. I and think it's so sassy and so just cute. <laughs> so we're going to definitely have our sound clips on the wall of our new studio in 2022. Oh, yeah. And Sasha's mustache was a, another great moment. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think that was probably one of my favorite moments. That was good. I love Sasha's whole vibe. And the mandolins. The mandolins. Yeah. Iconic. How to stay safe. If you're going hiking, <laughs> bring the, two mandolins. In the Russian mountains. Yes. <laughs> just bring two mandolins. <laughs> and guaranteed safety. Uh, yes. Right. If they'd had two, they all would have survived. Oh, yeah. And then the Hello Kitty episode, which it was a very dark episode, but we still had some funny things come up with that one because that's where we got the slogan, get hobbies, take naps, and don't murder people. And then we have edited it over the course of several episodes to be... Stay caffeinated, get hobbies, and don't murder people. Yeah, which is, I think, a great motto to have in life. can apply to everybody. I think so. And we're, we plan on doing some fun TikToks about hobbies. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. And mm -hmm. if you don't follow us on TikTok, you should. You should. Because we have some funny stuff on there. We make drinks and coffees, and um, we do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So follow us. It's at Freshly Brew Noir, right? Yes. You'll know when you see our faces. <laughs> <laughs> but they only listen to our voices. How will they know? Well... <laughs> 
<laughs> you follow us on Instagram, then you'll put it together. Then you'll put it together. But if they don't follow us on Instagram, how will they know on TikTok? Well, I think we do. We say it in our description that we're a podcast. I don't know. We'll check on that. Heaven's Gate had some funny things. That's where we started our coffee cult in Heaven's Gate. Yes, that's right. Fond memories. Yeah. I mean, we still obviously have our coffee cult. It's still open. Yes. If you want to join applications, just, just let us know. Just comment either on our Facebook page, Instagram. We'll have to do a coffee cult post, I think, so people can actually ah, yes comment on that. Because on Facebook, we had one, and that's where Mel Rue became inducted into that's right yes and j rue and j rue so if you would like to join our coffee cult it's free we don't ask you to do anything weird this is just a way to not murder people you know <laughs> to stay caffeinated get, stay caffeinated get, get hobbies. hobbies we'll share our hobbies and it's a fun one it's a safe cult it's very safe yes we're not like the guy in heaven's gate at all <laughs> <laughs> no we're not oh and you liked Janodi and samodi oh yeah i liked our little initiation our, our cult names i did <laughs> coffee like cult names I yeah like that. and yeah. that's when we talked about the um what's that stuff with the stars and um the sky <laughs> not the sky um retrograde oh mercury and retrograde yes that's right we got into a whole thing and that was after an episode we had just recorded and we got into it so deeply we were like we need to actually talk about this in our next episode because we were like our lives are just crazy it's right crazy. now right some what's going on and that's when we looked up mercury was in retrograde and it's science people it messes up your life <laughs> unfortunately look out for that next time i think it's happening right now again which it, makes complete sense yeah okay <laughs> we also had a ton of fun stuff in Velisca. Oh, yeah. I loved the chicken banter and Miss Peckman. <laughs> Which we didn't even realize until we were recording it that her name was Miss Peckman. She was letting the chickens out. I know until you said that. And I was like, hold on a second. And I loved how you got so upset about her letting out the chickens of her neighbors. I'm still upset about it. So like, upset. Like, why are you involved in the chicken situation? Stay away from Jennifer's chickens. Unless it's me. I could I could do that. And you would let out my chickens. We talked about For this. Sure. But you have to be on a certain level. Yes. And Jennifer's just not sure that Miss Peckman was on that level with the family. I don't trust her. Okay. Well, and then the hooting. We did do a, a lot of hooting. <laughs> Mansfield's arms. We still don't know to this day about Mansfield's arms. <laughs> we don't know if he could have. He, he might have had picked small up a sword, mini arms. Uh, picked up an axe. <laughs> If he had mini arms, what, like Grimace? <laughs> mini arms? I that? know. <laughs> like a T-Rex? He could have, yes. He could have. And yes. then he wouldn't be able to do it wouldn't anything. have. He wouldn't have had any range. Yeah, you're right. Because whoever had that axe just completely pulverized those people. And so they would have had to have had some strength. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And then the bacon. Oh, yeah. What was done with the bacon was I, so obscene. I don't understand. We don't. You eat bacon. You don't. You know, yeah, he did something else with it. It's <laughs> you, know, you get you get the pleasure of eating it, not he from, got some other pleasure with oh, it. Jesus, it's, it's not approved. <laughs> Don't approve of that. No. <laughs> we also one of our favorite episodes, ESP, oh. Eastern State Penitentiary. But texting back and forth, we always called it ESP. It's just easier right and we loved talking about potato candy potato candy is still one of my favorite things in the world i do think about it <laughs> yes and prison musical oh yeah like spinning That's internal right. musical <laughs> just in that quiet place 
I can only imagine how much fun that was. I think they, they probably are going to make a musical about it. I, I hope so. Yeah. But only internally. Right. And then Stale Bread. Jennifer doesn't like the end pieces no, at all. Heel the bread. heel bread mm. is off the table. Disgusting. You're throwing it aside. Just unworthy. So those are some of our favorites as far as the episodes. We enjoy having these light moments and such like heavy, dark topics. Yes. October had a ton of fun episodes because we covered Sleepy Hollow. We covered yes. Mothman, uh, Mothman. The witch trials in Europe. Eastern European witch trials. Yes. Yes. I loved our October lineup, actually. That it was, was very light. Favorites. And so we hope you enjoyed those because we had fun recording them and talking about the lighter content. Yeah, we did. And then next year for 2022, we're going to have to have a whole new October lineup for Halloween. I think we already have our episodes written down about oh, we like, do. what we're, we're going to cover. Like vampires and some other good stuff. Werewolves. Yes. And then a murder that took place on Halloween, maybe. Yes. Okay. I'm here for it. So stay tuned for next year, Halloween. And then are we going to talk about obstacles that we've had? Like editing those I, obstacles? And I think that's what we kind of decided is because I said there's not really any obstacles as far as working with you. I feel like we have the same work ethic and I can rely on you. And definitely there's been times where you have picked up where I've been like, oh, my God, can you just finish editing this one? So, yeah, well, at first you were editing all of our episodes until about episode eight. And then we went to Audacity. Yes. And that's when it just became easier. And so then you edit now the episodes you do, and then I'll edit mine when it's I'm more really, manageable. It's very manageable. We love it. But there's been even times where I think you edited the two parters. You helped me out with those because you'll edit one and I'll edit one. Yeah. Yeah. You're very good. You're reliable. And so I can always count on you. I, you're never going to leave me high and dry and be like, good luck, <laughs> or I can't make it, or this or this. That. We always make it work, which oh, I love. Yeah. We can count on each other. We're definitely a team, I'd say, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like if you know something is going on, you'll cover editing. Or if I know something is going on with you, then I'll be like, OK, do you need me to help out with editing or posting? Listen, yeah. posting on social media is a job. That's another in job in itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we split it up. You'll handle. I don't even log into Twitter. <laughs> I let you just completely handle Twitter. And then yeah. I'll do most of um, Instagram stuff. But then there's times where you know that I'm having a crazy busy week. And so you'll handle some posts for me, which I love. And then we have Facebook, which I, you know, I don't even know if we like. I don't even know. Facebook if we're anymore. posting on Facebook anymore, we should probably check. <laughs> but we, maybe um, we should. <laughs> we, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get into that. And then TikTok, that's a new one that we... I think we're going to be We both love that one. ...more active on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, we enjoy it. It's actually easier than I thought because I had pushed it off. You had kept saying, let's try TikTok. And I'm like, I, what? Us yeah. dancing on TikTok? I don't know. But you showed me a bunch of stuff that... It fits our style and there's a bunch of stuff about coffee and there's a bunch of true crime stuff on there. And it's a lot easier to use than some other platforms. Like it's easy to make the videos as long as your phone has storage. Oh, <laughs> we found oh out. God, I think I have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> My iPhone, it was completely out of storage. We couldn't record some videos. And so we were trying to figure out what was wrong because it wouldn't even let me delete anything. Turns out, even my delete bin was full. And I didn't realize that your delete bin <laughs> still is counted as storage against you. Yes, I didn't either. I had almost 6,000 photos, um, some videos, and then I had a bunch of stuff in delete that was still there. So your storage is almost as much as the many emails in my, in my inbox. Let's not go there. What, 46,500? <laughs> no, I'm not even near that. Like 10% of your... <laughs> Oh, okay. 
Well, nice try. I'm mistaken. That. <laughs> oh, and then we and emails too. I try and step on our emails. Summer will be the person who contacts you. Your email. Yes, yeah. and then I'll usually send Jennifer screenshots <laughs> because she won't even look at our email at all. <laughs> like I'll go in there because it's shared, and so I'll notice things I send are still unopened. <laughs> like Jennifer. <laughs> well, you know. It's okay. We have our things that we really like to cover and that kind of... Have our strengths. Has, it, yeah, it's worked for us because things that I like to do, you know, you're like, yeah, you can handle that. And then things that I don't want to do, you're like, oh, I love that. I'll handle that. So it's worked out for us. It has. Yeah. And I would expect if Summer was like, you need to carry your weight. She would say that. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like... Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> you always do carry your weight plus some. <laughs> so, so yeah, we have, an, we have a, a good understanding. We're both on the same page. Yeah. yeah. So really the only obstacles we've had, it definitely hasn't been with each other because we enjoy this. It's been with sound. With the technology. Editing. Yeah. Figuring all of that out. That has been the biggest obstacle, which we're getting there. We're figuring a lot of stuff out. We've actually reached out to other podcasters and gotten some good feedback. It's been you, so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want to reach out to us if you have questions we would love to answer them yeah and like i said summer's probably going to be the one to respond to that (laughs) if you email us i'll be responding (laughs) something that somebody asked us which i thought we should answer is are the reactions in the episodes authentic when something is shocking or funny for the co-host yes they really (laughs) are because Sometimes, actually, most of the time, we don't even have time to read each other's show notes. Lately, we haven't. Yeah. yeah. So when we're getting into those details and we're just like, what? Mm-hmm. We're like reeling and it's a visceral reaction. You know, it's, yeah. it's absolutely authentic because you'll notice somewhere we may not seem surprised because we've probably read the show notes. Exactly. But yeah, lately we have not had any chance to read the show notes. Oh, yes. Like with Eiler, <laughs> the, the amount of times I said, what? And then Futoshi. <laughs> I hadn't read anything on that one. And I was like, my stomach hurt. I was like, this guy makes me nauseous. So it was absolutely authentic. It's like we're hearing it for the first time, too. Yeah. With so. you. We're hearing it with you for the first exactly. time. Exactly. We're all learning together. Yes. Except for the person who's, you know, doing the episode. They know. They do know. Yeah. But, but sometimes don't you even shock yourself. You like read it again. It's like, oh, my God. I can't what? believe this person did this. Yeah. <laughs> so what about if you could redo any episode? What one would you redo? You already know which one I'm talking about. I know. Love for sure. I know it's our most listened to episode, but it was our first episode. And so I feel like I just sound so amateur, you know, like I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm just like reading the names, you know, or... Those were difficult names, though. You read those very well. Uh, Why did I choose a Russian (laughs) case for my first episode? (laughs) It's a good question. (laughs) And there was a lot of names involved because there was a lot of hikers. You did a great job, I guess. That's just how you feel about it, because you said you watch how you've grown over every episode. So looking back on that one, you pick up more errors that... Obviously, yeah, when you hear the later episodes, I think myself... You're more comfortable. I can tell I'm more comfortable. I know what to watch out for. It sounds more natural, I think. You were also kind of put on the spot. Basically, I said, hey, this you're going to be our first episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay. Uh, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me try to do this right the first time. I thought you did. I thought you did great. But well, we you. all have feelings. Yes. About... I don't hate it. I don't think it's an awful episode. I do like some parts in it, obviously. But that's the one you would redo if you exactly. had to do one over. Okay. 
Yes. All right. What about you? Well, you know, mine would be <laughs> Phoebe, who I've already redone. <laughs> so you want to redo it a third uh, uh, time? Yes. Whatever <laughs> it takes to get that one right. Because even the second time we did record it, I still left something out. There was so much to that story and I really wanted to get it right. And I still left out like a little piece. I think it was about him. After he went to the gym that morning, the boyfriend, he then left. And it was just a little piece. But still, I'm like, how the hell? Like, I went through this so many times. Yeah. Still left it out. And it's, again, that was the first one I had recorded as, like, the lead. So I would definitely want to redo that one. Both of our first episodes. Yeah, both of our first episodes we want to redo. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll re- maybe redo I mean, redo yeah. that. <laughs> like, if we're ever really bored one day. <laughs> I don't think that's anytime soon. No, I don't foresee that in 2022 for us. <laughs> no, but I, I do remember we talk about Yoshi the dog, and then that part just not, is never made it in the final cut. Right. I was like, See, where did the that, Yoshi talk go? <laughs> yes, because we do talk. She had a dog named Yoshi, mm-hmm. and you talked about how you liked that name because of the game. Mario. And, and then it completely is not even in the final cut. And so there's a mention to something related to Yoshi that doesn't make sense because we cut out or I cut out something that should have stayed in. Yeah, that one I would totally redo if I had to choose one. Okay. Because I love the story. I just wanted to do it justice. So that's, I just feel like... I think you did do a good job, but like you said, you it's, know, it's, we, yeah. we see our flaws. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we'll redo these episodes. Maybe. Morbid did that. Didn't they redo some episode or their yeah. first episode? So, you know, maybe after we have like, you know... 150 in the bank. <laughs> I'll be like, remember the first one? Let's redo that. Let's redo that. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, but only if we redo Phoebe. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, let's talk about our top five favorite episodes because we have 20 episodes now. Yes. So we have plenty to choose from. Right. So tell me about your favorites. My favorites. Top five. Top five. Okay. So I would say my top five are Fox Hollow Farm and Herb Baumeister because... That was our collab. Yes. And it was just a fun one to do because it was very on brand for us because you covered the serial killer. I covered the haunting, which. Yeah, because if you haven't haven't listened to us enough yet, you should know Jennifer is very great with the paranormal and the haunting. She loves that. And then I I always love to talk about a serial killer. (laughs) You're good with those timelines and the facts. Me, I just like the case. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We won't talk about that. No. ESP was another one that was on my favorites list. Yeah, and that is on my favorites list, too. And we talked about why potatoes. (laughs) It just, it was fun and light. And and it was so easy to record that one. Yeah. There was no issues with that recording, with that editing. It just went very smooth. We loved it. Yeah. It didn't feel like work. And it never does. But that one was just so much easier. Yeah, it was. And I don't know if it's because we were further in the process and also because we were using Audacity. So we weren't using a harder We did. Platform. That was like when we were still we learning switched. it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. 8 is where we switched from our old platform to Audacity, I think, right? Wasn't 8 or was 8 the last one we did with the old platform? And then episode 9 may have been the first one with Audacity. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Also, I loved Israel Keys just because He's such an awful guy, and I think that's such an awful story. Or he's so awful, but it's such a compelling story. It's an important one. 
I think it's just shocking, you yeah. know? It's like, oh my God, I can't believe there's someone out here like this. Right. Who was living next to people like this just happy family man, this great neighbor. No one would have suspected no. that he was that he had a shed and was doing such awful things and that he had his kill kits. Yes. And there's probably some still buried around the United States that they just can't find. Yeah. And now that he's gone, we'll never know unless right. someone just randomly digging and finds it. Yeah. Heaven's Gate's another one on my on my list. That was fun to record, too. Yeah, we just talked about how silly it was, <laughs> how far-fetched the idea was. And and know. that's where our coffee cult started. And yeah. We have a hard time understanding why people get drawn into cults, but I think there's definitely people who are susceptible to that. And it's it's scary because they're maybe just looking for connections. So join our cult and you will have your connection there. We will connect with you via episodes of our podcast <laughs> on instagram on tiktok yeah focus on that don't, don't join we can suggest cults. hobbies for you <laughs> yes <laughs> let us know what you need and then Velisca, which we've we've already Velisca, talked about how right. awesome that episode is the with Velisca all the axe murders yeah. and i just think it's a crazy story too because that was when the concept of a serial killer wasn't even a, an idea right i couldn't even fathom that yeah that was a time where this kind of stuff didn't happen as much. But then we found out there was a lot of people getting murdered by axes in those states that's during the that weapon of time. choice. Yeah. Right. That was, as we've talked about, that's a terrible time to be alive. It really is. <laughs> as we're learning. <laughs> now, tell us about your favorite episodes. Well, of course, I agreed with you. ESP was one of my favorites for the same reasons. And then I actually really liked Skinwalker Ranch, too. And I just think I enjoy your coverage of paranormal stuff. <laughs> Because it's just so bizarre. It is. It's so bizarre to me. And I like hearing your side of it because you're a true believer. I tend to be a skeptic about that kind of stuff. I know, because that was our first Alien episode. Yes. And I think our only. And I like, but I love your coverage on it. I hope you do more Alien episodes because we actually got a lot of feedback and people were interested in that episode. So oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can totally. to do another Alien one for sure. But I like when you cover those things because it's fun for me to just hear these stories and try and figure out where people are coming from. Can it be debunked? And then also... You're all, yeah, you're always ready to debunk something. <laughs> I have learned. Yes. But then you also bring in Zach Bagans. And yes, I have shown you a Zach. hilarious character. <laughs> for sure. That was the... No, Amons was the first time you heard of Zach Bagans. I was introduced to him and Amons is actually on my list as one of my top five. Because of the Zach Bagans <laughs> documentary Jennifer showed me before we recorded that episode. It's like, you have to watch this. <laughs> so I come over and she turns it on and I'm watching this guy and I'm like, who the <laughs> heck is this? He's, he's so dramatic. He's, he is so dramatic. He's on another level. It's very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Though. I, I don't very much. So. I don't believe most of what he says, but his can, investigation tactics, his, his investigation tactics are hilarious. And his sunglasses always get me every single time. The next time I'm in a basement, I'm going to <laughs> wear our sunglasses. Him. Yeah, we have to parry that. We do. We have to parry do that. We can do that's that. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the next time we record a paranormal episode, we're going to be wearing our sunglasses. Yes. And we should do a little video, but we're going to actually run into walls and stuff because <laughs> truthfully, in a basement in the dark, you're not walking straight. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, how does he see where can he see where he's going? Yeah. He's talking to this dude in the basement. He has, he has ghost guide him. He's Zach Bagans on a yeah. special level. And he just yells at 
nothing. <laughs> his fights with the demons. I know. Crack me up. But again, I respect his craft. He's He's got a he's, following. He does. He does. Cracks me up. It was the best time I had <laughs> with the Amons haunting because I just enjoyed that documentary with Jennifer. It's a special time. <laughs> it was a special time. I also love the Atlanta Ripper two-parter from the research to discussing it. It was fascinating to me. And then since it was in our hometown, I thought this is like this stuff happened here. And I so, know. It's so crazy because one of your yeah. friends mentioned it to you, right? Yeah. So a friend that I knew from the courthouse, he was talking about the case on his Instagram and I looked into it and you just can't find a ton of information on it. It's not out there very much. There's some podcasts that have covered it. And, yeah. and I had never heard of it when you sent it to me. Yeah. So I thought, well, let's do this one because it's in our hometown. And then after the podcast recording was done, I got to drive around and take some pictures of the area. And it was cool for us to see those areas now. And yeah. there's still some eerie vibes. In and some just of the imagining spots. like what happened there, yes. and seeing it right. in today's time. Yeah, definitely was cool to see that. Yeah. So that's definitely one of my favorites. I, of course, too, love the two-parter with Baumeister and Fox Hollow Farm. And then I would say my favorite is Sleepy Hollow, just Aww. because it's nostalgic for me. I loved the story, Washington Irving. Yeah. Just the setting of Sleepy Hollow as a kid, it's just very magical to me. So when we got to go and actually stay in Sleepy Hollow, that to me just made it amazing. Because you had never been there before either, Never right? been there, no. Yeah. And we walked all over Sleepy Hollow, had a wonderful time. We did a bonus episode about it. That was our Halloween bonus episode. Yeah, and it was a fun one to do. It was. And it's a beautiful place, and it just has... A great feeling. It's exactly how the book describes it. It's magical. It really is. Yeah. And yeah. I love the uh, reenacting of it. Yes. We got to see a reenacting by a master storyteller and Jennifer had never heard it before and she enjoyed it too. Yeah. The only time I had ever heard about Sleepy Hollow was when I watched the Disney movie. Which so. is actually one of the, the best renditions of it. It's the, one of the most accurate. Yeah. It was cool to see that performed live. Yeah. And then we got to a... walk around in a graveyard where Washington Irving is buried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the characters that inspired him. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite just because I would have never thought that I would have been able to do that. And Such so, a, yeah, it's a real personal one. It is. Yeah. So those are my top five. All right. I mean... We'll have so many more next year. So I wonder, like, what's going to end up on our top five. I know. Or... Next year. We'll have to see. If you do uh, some more hauntings or some more aliens, those will probably make it to my top five. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We have a pretty good lineup so far. But it's a lot of serial killers, isn't it? It's a lot of brutal stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have, like, one haunting in there. And, of course, <laughs> I'm covering that. <laughs> so what is your first true crime memory? And what age were you? So I remember... When I was a kid, I can't remember what what age, maybe I was like 10. Okay. My mom always had on America's Most Wanted. And I remember hearing about BTK. Oh, that's... And of course, as a kid, you hear bind, torture, and kill. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> what's happening? What? what is that? That doesn't sound good. Right. And so that always just... And the reenactments, the dramatizations that they would show just terrified that's, me. Right. That's terrifying to children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but then later on, I obviously now have listened to podcasts about him and I mm -hmm. see like how derpy he is and <laughs> yes 
how really pathetic he, he was. He is very pathetic, right. Yeah. But as a kid, you just hear... Killing he, in general is yeah, scary. Yes. Yeah, and you just hear what he does to people. And as a child, that's terrifying. It's unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What was your first experience with true crime my first memory of something true crime it was after the golden state killer because he was big in the 70s and 80s but then remember he kind of went dormant yeah so i was in middle school in the 80s and i remember hearing something about it on the news how he would break into homes and rape women kill them yeah he was terrifying that was terrifying and he would break into homes where women were home alone so in school i vividly remember sitting in class thinking about, oh my God, my mom is home alone. Like, is she going to be okay? And I just, I didn't voice it because I just thought, like, am I being ridiculous? But I remember thinking... It's a real fear. Yeah. I remember being super scared that something was going to happen to my mom when she was home alone. Yeah. That just shows how much terror he really caused in that community. Yeah. Because... I mean, he really was just targeting women. Yes. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I as, think that's natural. Yeah. And as a kid, too, you just I think it it is more terrifying because you you can't put anything else into it. Like we had good neighbors. We had a big dog. And, yeah. you know, the chances of somebody breaking in there. And, and my mom, she's a feisty lady. She <laughs> like, is. She really I think is. she would have been fine if he had tried to get her. He'd probably be dead right now. <laughs> that's probably true. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, as a kid, you just you don't think of those things. And so it's right. pretty scary. And yeah. So that was my first true crime memory. And then, of course, I watched all the Dateline stuff and then the John Walsh, yeah. America's Most Wanted. Those were shows that I just was fascinated by as as a young kid. Is that show still on? America's Most Wanted? Yeah. I think it is, isn't it? I I hope so. I think that's a really great show. I think I heard that Paul Holes is on that show now. <gasps> really? I need to check it out. Yeah. For Murder Squad? Yeah. Oh, Okay. We need to check that out then. Yeah. Yeah. We love him. We do. And Billy, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So what true crime story haunts you now? And you can tell me about what haunted you as a child and then what haunts you now. I know you said that the BTK haunted you as a child. Are there any true crime stories that haunt you now as an adult? I remember recently, maybe a few years ago, when I first heard the um, Eliza Lamb story, Mm -hmm. that one really spooked me out just because I couldn't rationalize it and i was like this has to be some kind of paranormal event event um or or just something sinister maybe not even paranormal but that one really stuck with me and i remember hearing about the the case on necronomapod and i was like i i'm fascinated by this what this is so dark Mm -hmm. so that one really stuck with me i remember okay what about you i remember when i first heard about john wayne gacy that one. Oh, he was horrible, too. Yeah. And just the bodies being buried, you know, these young boys' bodies underneath his house. And, of course, he would torture them. And I just found that awful that somebody could, again, live this life. And this is before I knew about Israel Keys. You know, he lived like a normal person. You wouldn't have known this. And he had all these dead bodies under his house. And I just thought of the parents missing their kids and not knowing where they were. And so that one really stuck with me. I can see why. I mean, was a scary person. And I think he was pretty, like, well-liked. Yes. Just like an Israel Keys. That's another one that kind of haunts me, too, is because they seem like they are well-liked in the community. They have families. They lead this double life where they are literally taking other people's lives. Yeah. And on the side. Like, how? It just makes no sense to me. 
I know it's it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I think another one, the toy box killer, was one that really got to me too because of how vicious and evil and torturous he was. And he would torture their minds too. Yeah, and he had didn't he have that intercom? Or that recording that would play. Yep. When he would first capture them. And I think he tied them to a table. It was some type of old, like, gynecological table. And then he would play this introduction of who he was, what he was going to do to them while they're tied up to a table. Nobody's in the room. And they hear his creepy-ass voice saying the awful things he's going to do to these women. He wanted to scare them. And he did more than scare them. Yeah. You know, it was just so awful. It's so terrifying. And then another one, which we'll cover in 2022, was Junko Furuta's case. That one's just horrific. It's a case that happened in Japan. I don't want to get too into it just because we haven't covered it yet, but it's very brutal. 44 days of torture, I believe, she went through. And then she. Like everything you can imagine. It was terrifying. Yeah. And then she was cemented in this block. Or in this um, container. Board cement in the container. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So get ready for that one. Yeah. It's going to be not... a, a really rough one. Right. Yeah. We're not bringing you light stuff initially in 2022. <laughs> it's going to be pretty heavy it's for a pretty, minute. Pretty heavy. So what's next for us in 2022? Well, we're going to have a new studio. So I think that's going to be exciting. That's going to be so exciting. That means I'll have a house again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we're looking forward to that. Yes. And we're going to have a, uh, what is that? Like a wish board or what is, um, what's that thing that people create when they're like wanting to manifest? Oh, um, I can't think of the word right now. It's a, um, a vision board. Yes. We're going to have a vision board. Yeah, yeah. Yes, with all of the podcasters that we want to meet, mm-hmm. hopefully in CrimeCon. Yes. So those are some things we're going to manifest. Also, merch. Oh, yes. We want to get, get our shirts out. We, we've already made the prototypes, and they are amazing. We love them. So we have our shirt guy, and we're going to get those out. And then also some mugs. We have some cool ideas. Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Summer has so many ideas, as we've talked about. I had so many merch ideas before we even had, like, our first episode planned. (laughs) And this is not a lie. Okay. I was like, Summer, we don't even have a logo yet. I'm like, like, candles, (laughs) lotion, lipstick. Nail polish. Blood red. Mm, I'm so ready. (laughs) She's so ready, Mm -hmm. which is so cute. I just love it. Yeah. No, I see big things for merch. I'm all about it. Because yeah. I, I, I love stuff like that. So I want to give our listeners stuff that they'll enjoy, too. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. So maybe, look out for that. Maybe we'll even have our own brand of coffee. Ooh. Wouldn't that be I fun? I what we would call it. Freshly. Freshly brewed noir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Keep the brand going. I mean, it would be perfect. We'll just sell merch it that, didn't... again, advertises our other merch. <laughs> and it just, it's a it's a cycle. A I circle. didn't realize like how perfectly it would fit into a coffee brand. Yes, but... freshly brewed noir. It's it's the breakfast blend we could do. Ooh, I yeah. like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm going to need a blonde roast for oh, sure. Yeah, we'll definitely get a blonde roast going, and then maybe some espresso roast too. Yes, for those really early birds out there, because <laughs> one of our one of our things on the podcast, we can ask you guys questions, and so. 
we did one where we asked when you are most likely to listen to us. And a lot of people said early in the morning. Oh. So we have a lot of early bird listeners. They like, they like to start their morning off with the true crime, huh? You know what? Thank you for doing that <laughs> for us. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. On my drives to work, I like to listen to true crime. Same here. So some podcasts who we love and would hope to meet one day are... Necronomicon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what do you think we would talk about if we ever met them? Um, raccoons. Raccoons would be a good one. John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that your John uh, Wayne? <laughs> I got to practice mine too. I know that was my attempt. Yeah. I'm not as good as Dave. I don't think we could ever match Dave's level. And Mike in his college years. Mike's college years. <laughs> You know, I found out I have a lot in common with Mike's dietary choices. He was talking about really? some things he was eating. Like, I think it was the SpaghettiOs, you know, that you get in the oh can. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, Not the I do that, too. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know people still ate SpaghettiOs. You know, if you're on a budget because you're building a house. Sure, sure. Got to eat the SpaghettiOs. I understand. Yeah. And then, of course, Ian's so brilliant. He just I has, love his voice. He's got a great voice, and he covers things so well. He's very organized. He's, he does great research. Yeah. I really respect him as a podcaster, and it'd be great to meet them one day. And then oh, yeah. Dave, of course, I, I'm not going to say it here, but if I ever get to meet him, I'm going to tell him my favorite line. Oh, I can't wait for that day. <laughs> and that was, he actually had me feeling differently about John Wayne Gacy because like I told you, <laughs> that was one of like the worst memories I had of a true crime yeah. case. And it just really bothered me having kids. And um, so he flipped it for you. He made it hilarious. And I, I that's just so great. love him for it. So that's, but, how, that's how morbid was for me with BTK. With BTK, yes, because Ash and Elena do such a good job at just making fun of oh, BTK. Yeah. yeah. They are hilarious. Yeah. Love to meet them. I think I have a lot of Ash moments. And so I think we both have a lot of Ash moments. Yeah. We relate to her, right? We really do. Yeah. She's amazing. And we love Elena. Elena is just brilliant. And Ash is brilliant as well. But Elena is an actual autopsy technician. She is. Yeah. That's so badass. So I just think it'd be great to meet them one day. We have their stickers in our journal. We do. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Ash and I have their Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You have the mug. That's right. Yes. I yeah. have a Patreon. Yes. Patron. Patron. Patreon. Yes. Whatever you prefer. <laughs> yes. We know we don't pronounce words correctly. Right. So. No. But you already know that. And then we'd also like to meet Affirmative Murder. I love them. They have quickly become like one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. I'm glad you introduced me to them because they cover amazing topics and I love their banter. It's very real and they... We'll disagree on a lot of things, which... Yeah, but is, they can have those conversations, yes. which I really respect. I love it. Yes, I love it. And I would love to meet them one day. Me too. Yeah, dinosaurs I hope... Dinosaurs are real, though. <laughs> yes, dinosaurs are real. And I love my favorite episodes, probably the uh, conspiracy... <laughs> that was the dinosaurs. Yes, it was. Yes. yes. Casual conspiracy consumer. I need a shirt that says that. Yes, you do. Because <laughs> you are it. a casual conspiracy consumer. Yes, I am. Yeah. Just casually, though. I'm not intense like that, you know? Yeah. Like Alvin when would you... say. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent me that episode and I heard that phrase, I sent it right back to you. And I said, this is what you are. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And what was uh, Fran saying about the bones? Like bones can they just... Could be planted. <laughs> I, 
he did not believe in the dinosaurs at all. So I was not expecting that conspiracy. I wasn't either. No, but I I find it fascinating. I love when people question. Yeah. But you believe in dinosaurs. I was going to say you would really relate to Fran, but I love Fran. Yes. But you really you believe in the dinosaurs, right? I do believe in the dinosaurs. Yes. But remember the one where he was talking about um, how gr- there are not people in graveyards? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did he think they were? He, I don't know where he thought they were. But they were not in the graveyards. <laughs> I mean, he's technically right because they're going to decompose and just bones are left. But then there's the bones again. I wonder if he believes human bones are real. Mm. We should find we'll have out. To, we'll have to talk to him. We'll find out. When they do one of their lives next again, well, on Instagram, we'll yes. ask him. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So they're a great podcast. Listen to their stuff. They're Please amazing. do. Yes. yes. Highly recommend. They're wonderful. And if they ever are in Atlanta and want to be taken out to dinner, don't worry. We'll cover the check. It will not be split. <laughs> they, they know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> If any of them are ever in Atlanta. Gosh, yes. If any of you are ever in Atlanta, seriously, we will take you out to dinner. Yes, please. Yes. Let and us. your and your spouses, of course. <laughs> if you have spouses, significant others, come on and we would love to meet you and treat you to dinner in Atlanta. Yeah, we have the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Some honorable mentions what we should talk about would be... Uh, Red-handed. I love red-handed. Yes, they're really good. I love the accents. Their accents are so great to listen to, but they also do such great research. Yeah. And they have great banter as well. So I really enjoy them. And I know you really love My my Favorite Murder. I do. I love My Favorite Murder because Georgia and Karen are awesome. They were pretty much the trailblazers for women in true crime who wanted to start a podcast. Yeah, we have much respect for them, too. Yes, they're two really great women. And I love how they do this podcast and they say what they want. And sometimes they don't even have an outline. I guess most of the time they don't even have an outline, according oh. to them. And they just go back and forth with just what's on their mind. And But it flows really well. They never have any awkward silences. And if it is a silence, there's still something magical about it. They're like just they make that it good. Really they're just great. that good. And Jensen and Hole's Murder Squad is another one that's on there for me. That's a good one. I know we briefly talked about Paul and mm-hmm. Billy. I have a lot of respect for them as well because... You know, Paul was in law enforcement and also Billy is a journalist. So they just do such a great job together, researching cases, talking about them and their perspectives. And they cover a lot of cases that are unsolved. Like missing persons too, right? Don't they bring a lot of missing person cases in so that they can share? Yeah. So they always are trying to get closure for cases that are still unsolved. So I love that. Yeah. They're awesome. We have a lot of favorites. As you can tell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that was our recap of 2021. That's right. 2021 is done. We have 20 episodes down and crazy. many more to go. What is on the list for 2022? So just a brief mention of the ones we're going to cover. We talk about Pedro Rodriguez. I'm so ready for him. He's like a Dexter, but a bad one. I was mind blown. I remember when we were on our Miami trip yeah. and I was like, Somehow we still fit in true crime to listen. <laughs> of course we did. We were at the airport and I was like, Summer, you have to listen to this. And so, so sitting did. there in the airport, my mouth dropped open. I'm like, oh, I have to do this one. And he is insanely crazy. What he does to people, 
Yeah. But he has his reasons and he feels they deserve it. So. Yeah. He's like a, a vigilante in a sense. Right. Which is not self-proclaimed. Right. Self-proclaimed vigilante. He is the self-proclaimed Dexter, maybe. I don't know. We'll get yeah. into that. And so we're also covering Samuel Little, the doodler, uh, missing and murdered indigenous women, which I think is super important. I think that's going to be a great episode. Albert Fish. Richard Speck, and Futoshi Matsunaga. And that's just, what, the first few months, right? That's not I think that's just year. January and February. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have plenty more. We're going to have a lot of stuff for you. And if there's things that you would like us to cover, send us the information. Email us at freshlybrewednoir at gmail.com. Yeah, we've already gotten so many suggestions. We did. That's how we got Baumeister, Fox Hollow Farm, and then we're doing Richard Speck. That was a suggestion. Also, there's a haunting one that was suggested, too, that you're going to cover. Exactly. Yeah, so we, we've we already received some suggestions, and we appreciate it. If there's stuff that you have heard and it's a little more unknown, we would love to cover it. Yeah, send it our way. Mm-hmm. We'll take a look. What about any trips? Are we going to do any trips in 2022? Oh, we've talked about <laughs> the trip in March. To Savannah, right? Yes. It's not far, so we wouldn't have to, like, fly. Yeah. But Savannah is apparently a pretty haunted place. I want to say it's either the first or second most haunted in the United States. So we have to go there. Mm-hmm. It's a must. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for that, because I think, I believe that the haunting episode we're covering is in Savannah. Well, that will be business trip 2022. Yes. Second trip. Second trip. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Anything else? (laughs) I don't know. I think we covered everything. Well, how did you feel about this episode? Would you like more of these? Would you like more coffee breaks? Yeah. Or are you like, enough Give us back the true crime. (laughs) Don't worry. We will. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We have plenty of that. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes. This was just a fun recap for us. It was. Right. And hopefully for you as well. Yeah. So hopefully you know a little bit more about why we started this and get to know us a little bit. Yeah. If you don't know us (laughs) in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of our listeners actually know us. (laughs) Exactly. Friends and family. Thank you. We love you. We do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And listeners that don't know us. We love you, too. We love all of you. Yes. (laughs) Equally. What if a serial killer listens to us, though? We don't love you. We'll have to, yes, make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening. Thank you for all of your support. We really appreciate it. And until next time, stay caffeinated, get hobbies, and don't murder people. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Woo! <laughs>